Hey guys, it's your girl Koshana Collins and you are listening to another episode of The Millennial Entrepreneur. If you are listening to this podcast, that means that you are an entrepreneur, you think like an entrepreneur, and we are claiming to be successful entrepreneurs. Let's go right ahead and hop into this week's episode because we have so much money and many connections to make. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Millennial Entrepreneur. My name is Kushana Collins. I'm your host. Um, today is June the 1st and I just, um, I'm very bothered this morning. I really don't have a straight train of thought. Um, emotionally, I'm worn right now. I'm very upset about what's taking place in America today and um, I just think that it's an issue worth addressing because as an entrepreneur, I haven't been able to focus on anything that has to do with my business or being an entrepreneur at all because mentally I'm exhausted. Emotionally, I am hurt. I am so sick and tired of what's going on outside. And if we don't address and talk about what's going on this week, then what are we, what are we, what's our goal in life? Like, what are we out here doing? Just trying to get in somebody else's pockets get the next black dollar white dollar asian dollar whoever is you know your audience and tithing into your business or sewing into your company i'm not even focusing on that this week because this this issue the root at hand what we're facing today is what we need to talk about today i am very very charged i'm over it and i for one i want to state my opinion so like I said, this episode, I am going to title it that Black Entrepreneurs Matter because we do. We do. And I've been saying this all week because, of course, I've had plenty of conversations with friends where we discussed, like, what the issue was at hand, how we need to handle the issue going forward. Like, what can we truly do to make us a difference? And so even though we're only one people, you know, I'm only one person. You're only one person. One person at a time is not going to change anything. Um, I, for one, am not out here looting. You know, I have enough sense to not be out here doing criminal things. However, I am not upset at those people for tearing down bigger businesses. Okay? I'm a little upset at people that are looting black businesses and small businesses because we are not the target. But I do think that we should be destructing and tearing down this mantle of establishment and this judicial system that was not meant to protect us. Dismantle all of it. I don't care. The the fact that I heard courthouses were on fire don't give a flute. You know, I don't care. And so I'm just very bothered, though, that people really are looking at, um, they're looking at people who are losing their lives out in the street this week. Now people are outside dying. One person died and now multiple people are dying, but it wasn't just them out sacrificing their lives for equal human rights that upset me. It was the people's commenting that, oh, they deserve it. They shouldn't be out there. Oh, look at them die. It's hilarious. Like nigger this nigger that like I am blown away. Okay. Mentally, I'm blown away. It is blowing my mind that people hate us so much that even when we die, it's hilarious because we're worthless. You know, they don't see any value in in what we bring to the table. 
That's why they used us all those years anyways. Put them to work. Let them build this, this, let them build America. You know, let and for free. Let them do it. Let them do the work. I don't, I don't understand. I really don't understand it. And the fact that I'm seeing my classmates and different people speak out that say, you know, I don't believe in that. Like, I'm not racist, but I was raised with people telling me that black people are worthless. What? It took everything in me to not respond. It took everything in me to not say, if that is really how you were raised and your mom was also very active in our school system, I mean, a present employee, why was she there? Why was she there servicing so many black families and black people, acting like she loves black children? I'm very, very, very confused. And I'm telling you, I have just withered to my core right now so one thing that I, I my opinion is this because I'm rambling obviously but my opinion is this I don't see anything wrong with what those people are doing outside how the cops are having to retaliate is only showing that they are in authority and they're always going to be in authority and I'm not going to lie, like, that doesn't piss me off, because it actually does. It actually bothers me that they have control. Just taking a quick break to let you guys know that Overdressed Official is still open. We are still shipping, so if you have a moment, go and check out www.overdressedofficial.com. Like the podcast while you're here listening to us. Rate it, subscribe, and also drop in our DMs. Let us just know topics that you want me to speak on. And that's about it. Let's get back to the show. That I don't think all cops are bad. I have met good cops and I have met bad cops. I've encountered bad cops, you know, and I don't trust them. I'm just going to put that is my I do not trust police. Um, you just never know who's who, okay? There's some of the single-handedly, the most two-faced people outside the door who I will never know if you're for me or against me, and that is just the truth. I also, on the other end of the spectrum, believe not all black people are crooks. I'm not outside. I'm not tearing things up. I'm not breaking the law purposely. I'm not in the streets, you know? But even people that are, I'm trying to tell you, it's a system that was built for them to fail anyways. That's why they're in the streets. I truly have witnessed why black people turn to the streets. And it's because if they if they have any criminal history, child support, whether they did something when they were 13, I mean, like all of this stuff will follow them and they will not even be able to obtain a job. I don't think any of us really know how that feels for a criminal record or history to follow you when you've been on your best behavior for years and you not to be able to get a sound job. So you have to go to the street to make reasonable money to be able to just provide for your family, basic needs, basic human needs. And when you see people not getting their basic human needs like George Floyd It is not a right to live. 
you know? And I, I hate that the police is trying to push that narrative. Like, it's a right for you to be alive right now. And we can take that away from you. No human being, you didn't, nobody gave life but Jesus Christ. One, for starters. Let's just start right there. Nobody gave us life. So how is it your right to take it? Or your right to tell another human being, like, you have a right to live or not live right now? It's not okay. It's not okay. And I'm baffled. I'm very bothered. I'm baffled. Yes, Yesterday I cried. I cried because I just sat at the feet of God and I prayed and then I cried. Because I was like, God, this is all I can do. I feel powerless. I feel powerless. Even them telling us, okay, LA County be in the house by 8 p.m. And then they say that. And it's like, what, five? They give us like a forewarning. But the day before that, they told us at 7 p.m. to be in the house at 8 p.m. Then the next day, they told us at five to be in the house at 8 p.m. And then the phone rings again. All of a sudden, L.A. County, be in the house at 6 p.m. It's five o'clock. Some people are actually doing things with their day. How are you warning people to be in the house in a free country and you're telling us to, to be in the house? I, I don't... I don't understand it, and I'm very confused, and I'm very angry. Um, so, I can admit that I'm most angry and confused because at the end of the day, they're still in control. They're still in control. They can use excessive force. They're calling in the National Guard for peace sake. Like, they're calling in people to reinforce the laws that their ancestors established. And I'm sorry, they're not going to let us dismantle the ancestors, uh, the their ancestors' hard work, placement of laws, how they, you know, they're going to stand up for their forefathers. And that's what's happening. There's a system that was put in place for them, by them. And it's not being dismantled anytime soon. I'm sorry. Like I just tell my friend, I truly believe that every generation is going to experience this because it's hard for me to not be like, okay, this is how it was with the civil rights movement. Apparently you got people with more rage and anger than even me because they're actually out here willing to die. I'm sorry. I know that I have too much too much of a future to go out here and die over this but I'm like people are outside dying and it's breaking my heart that that is what they have to do to be heard but y'all mad about Gucci oh y'all mad about Nordstrom are y'all serious I'm trying to tell you it's 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 bad. It's very bad. You know, I was just reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you know, and he talks about us as a people, us as a people, when it comes to that fine line between being an employer and being an employee. And I'm trying to tell you, this is good what I'm about to say. And that's why I got on here to say what I what I want and feel needs to be said. But we need more black entrepreneurs. We not only need more black entrepreneurs, but we need more black politicians. We need to understand politics. We need to understand what's going on. And I'm speaking, I'm talking about me. There's no more being ignorant concerning like what's going on in politics. 
What are these people really doing? What are they really for? Who are we out here legislating? Like, and um, who are we out here voting for and allowing them to control laws and regulations? I'm sorry. I've seen mayors that say crooked things the past, this past week. Mississippi, whatever their mayor is, the man, he has no respect for black people. But it's that Mississippi sounds racist. I mean, you know, I'm from the South. So I'm just so, I'm just bothered, y'all. I just want y'all to know that. See, even in that book I read, when we read that for that, he talks about us people and how we're so enticed and excited when we get like a dollar raise or a two dollar raise and how, you know, that fuels us and keeps us on these jobs. We got to break free of that mentality today. I've spoken to my mom about having a poverty mindset. And, you know, sadly, I was raised to have one too. But I've been doing everything in my 20s to break it off of me. I can't walk around thinking it's okay to have little. You know, thinking it's, it's okay to survive off of eating this type of food. Because, no, that is why half of the black people, they were really dying from COVID-19 because they're not healthy. It's a freaking ripple effect, okay? Black people can't be healthy because for one, they don't have a lot of money to go out and buy a whole bunch of healthy food. They don't even have the mindset to be able to prepare or meal prep something healthy. Why? Because we're too busy waking up every day going to a job for eight hours. Then when you get off a job from working eight hours for someone else, you're tired. Half of the people get off, got to go home. Y'all got kids to take care of. Y'all don't have time to be thinking about preparing a whole healthy meal, vegan, anything. But it's a lot of, and I'm not, whenever I say black people, white people, Hispanic people, Latino, I don't, I'm just saying people in general. I have nothing against white people. But they are definitely, predominantly the culture that is, they're allowed to go out and buy whatever they want. Of course, you're more healthy. You can eat whatever you want, whenever you want. You can go out and you can jog every single day of your life in the morning. Why? Because you probably don't even have a job that you have to report to. So then you wonder why the the opposite race is unhealthy, dying of COVID-19. It's all a ripple effect. You wonder why they're on a system, why they're in the system, why they're receiving food stamps. And I don't even care about when I say anything about food stamps. A lot of black people be like, yeah, more white people on food stamps than black people. I don't care who are on food stamps. It's the mindset of what do you take your food stamps and do? Do you go take your food stamps and you buy a whole bunch of junk for your children? Do your children know what vegetables are? I mean, for real, we have to shift our mindsets. Something needs to happen. And like I said, I believe more black entrepreneurs, more black politicians, more black, like less ignorance and more black education. And I'm not even saying college education. I'm just saying like simple education, picking up a book, putting down that phone, get off Instagram, please. It is brainwashing y'all. And then when you get the money, don't go blow it on Louis Vuitton. They don't even support us. Don't go blow your money in a Gucci store. Who cares about having those name brand things? I'm trying to tell you, my mindset is not there. I've already asked myself twice, like, Kushana, even if you obtain money to be able to afford a lifestyle, 
do you really want to portray that? So your little sister or your little cousin or your child will only, like, desire the same thing? They only want to go buy Louis Gucci and Prada because you bought it. Supporting businesses that ain't even acknowledging your ancestors or you or your life. They don't care about us. So I'm just so raged. I'm telling you, it's between like hurt, anger, rage, frustration. It's a lot of things going on mentally right now. And that's why I'm ranting today on this episode. And it's my social, like this is my platform. I can do so. We're not talking about entrepreneurship as much as we could right now, but I am going to title this episode that Black Entrepreneurs Matter, and you do, and that's what I've been telling my friend this whole week, like, even though I can't agree with the looters and what they're doing, and and I can't agree with innocent people still out here dying over some ignorant stuff, I cannot, I'm not mad at it either, I understand what they're doing. I'm not mad, but that's why I'm saying, like, it's so crazy it takes for us to literally become our own individual um, owner. Like, we have to become our own individual owners out here. Ownership matters. And when you can step into that realm and you can gain respect, I know you've heard plenty of time that money equals power. But it really matters what you do with that power that you're given. God promises that to make your name great to give you influence what are you gonna do with it though you know what i'm saying that's what matters to me i'm not out here for the reconciliation that's not my primary agenda i'm not out here trying to you know hug on all the white people be the best of friends because like listen i barely trust i'm i'm barely trusting them right now okay but justice does need to be wrong across america this is not the land of the free, though the home of the brave, okay? They're telling us to be in the house at 6 p.m. What kind of freedom is that? Right. And then you could be out here and it's so crazy. They can have hate groups and organizations, but we can't. And ours ain't even about hate. It's about justice and equality, but they label us as hate groups. That's so crazy. And the president of the United States is allowing them. But what is it, Antifa or something he's tweeting about lately? Dismantling that group? When all they're fighting for is basic human rights and justice. Yesterday, I had to hop in one of my classmates' inbox and say, look, I just thought you were better than that. I really thought you were better than that. And I ain't even giving time to respond. Because I had given him the benefit of the doubt multiple times anyways. He never really said too many things that were outwardly racist, but it was just like the Confederate flag, okay, or Donald Trump, okay. And I just, it was grace and mercy multiple times. I was like, you know, whatever, whatever. He cool, he been cool, whatever. No big deal. But yesterday, oh, he thinks it's white power or it's funny or cute that they're bulldozing through even peaceful protesters. They're running people over. And you think that's cute? Okay. I said, I just, I just thought you were better than that. And he read the message, and then I blocked him. Period. I don't need that energy. It's like I never knew you. Because we don't. We don't know these people. 
I'm just so hurt. And I'm trying to tell you, if we step out and we become entrepreneurs and we gain power and influence, maybe we can make a difference then. Somebody got to lead because there's too many people following. There's too many people following. I'm praying for George Floyd, his family, for real. I've been on my knees and praying because that's why I do. I'm not ignorant to like the power that is in heaven. You know, but on earth, I'm trying to tell you, the devil, he is so pleased with, like, what's going on outside. The hurt that America's feeling right now, grief, injustice, you know, inequality, anger, rage. It's so much going on outside. Emotionally, I don't even want to go run it apart. How do we mentally bring ourselves to go on about the day? Like, I think I have to work Wednesday. I don't even know if I can. Can I go to work? Smile on these people's face? Act like everything's normal? Act like everything's okay? I don't know. And the fact that that has to be the challenge of the day says a lot. When you can just get up and go on outside like, oh, well, not you guys that are listening to me, maybe. I don't know what race is tapped in right now but i'm telling you this one hurt and it hurt like never before like i know i've seen some things throughout my 27 years but this one hurt this stung like i'm i'm broken hearted for real for real and i really think that we should all be tapping into our own power individually i'm sorry i don't know about y'all but i'm not okay with getting up and continuing to go and work for a white person Job or no job. The American dream or not. I'm not okay with that anymore. And you shouldn't be either. But that's why it's about learning now. It's about learning. And not being on social media all day. Out fighting each other. You know what I'm saying? Putting the next black woman down. Tearing down black men. Trying to tell y'all. I'm trying to tell y'all. That's my two cents for what's going on outside. I'm very hurt that people are more concerned with stores than like people being slaughtered. People dying because your knee is in my neck. Like, what? And then you got a whole bunch of like young white kids that are just out here being caught on social media, just like playing around, doing the same thing, mimicking it, calling it a challenge, laughing hysterically. Wow. I don't know how to respond. They're a disgrace to the human race. Truly. Um, Like I was just saying, though, y'all, I really, really pray that we can find a solution. I don't know what it is. But if it has to be me, and when my influence comes heavily, and I have to breed another hundred black entrepreneurs and brainwash them on what is right and equip them to go show a hundred more, that's what I'm going to do. What are you going to do? Because that's truly what I see myself doing. I realize like the power that I have and the power that I don't have. And my power is in being able to help other entrepreneurs 
tell them every single thing that I know that has worked, that hasn't worked, what I think we should do next, how to follow the trend, change up the direction of your business if you need to, do what works. Right now, if you see a whole bunch of people that want I Can't Breathe t-shirts and you have the ability to produce that, you should be producing that. Why is the next wave? When everybody switched to masks, you should have switched to masks too. When everybody switched to the next wave, switch to the next wave. Figure out what people want in time and on time, and you will be a successful entrepreneur. I just want to leave that with you all. Like I said, I'm very hurt, and I'm praying against all the injustice that I have seen with my eyes this week. Um, What really took me out, it was a website my friend sent to me. And on the website, it's just a whole bunch of videos that are surfacing, you know, the internet, but they're collectively put on this website. And on the website, I click on, it's a black guy. Now, mind you, I don't know why they're trying to get onto this FedEx truck. The FedEx truck driver's probably scared for his life. He takes off driving. Someone is caught under the tire of this FedEx truck. The FedEx truck driver does not stop. So, I can say the guy was caught on to something that allowed him not to be ran over by the truck. But the truck still drug him for a while. For miles. He still died. You know. And what it was is the commentary. It was the comment section that just... I felt the shift in my spirit. When I was reading those comments and people saying, oh, this is what he get. Or this nigger, this, this nigger, that. I was like blown out of the water. To see people being satisfied over seeing something so horrific. It broke my heart. That's why I cried yesterday. Man. I'm sad people are outside dying, y'all, but I'm standing with y'all in prayer for real, for real. Um, yeah, that's really all I got for this week. I can't focus on being an entrepreneur this week. And if you can't either, don't pressure yourself to do that. When I talk to my therapist this week, we will talk about what is traumatizing me this week. This is present. It's heavy. You matter, I matter, we matter, everyone matters. Gosh, everyone matters. So, I love y'all. I'm going to catch y'all again next week. I'm just a little hurt, but we'll be back at it.